Welcome to Sounds Like Success with Atlas IED. Hello and welcome to Sounds Like Success with Atlas IED. I'm your host, James Kent. A quick reminder, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to keep up to date with all the latest content. And you can also catch up on past episodes. Today, we're going to talk about the current state of the transportation industry with my guests, Dave Moriarty and Olivier Savoie. Dave is a senior system specialist for transportation with Atlas IED, and Olivier is an international sales manager also with Atlas IED. Dave and Olivier, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you. Let's just get down to the brass tacks. Transportation. It's been changed forever. How can the industry keep up? Uh, Industry will have to adapt, and not just our industry, but the transportation at large, uh, you know, from baggage handling to passenger processing to aircraft manufacture, a lot of things will have to change. And, you know, we're part of that change. You know, we're one of the players in that field, and we will have to change. And we've been, we've been starting to change. We've been starting to implement, you know, different features and different, different uh, approaches in our, uh, uh, in our software and product. Yes, I think with the uh, advent of 5G coming up, the artificial intelligence, the smart airport systems, I think it's all it's all moving that way, and it just gets more deeper and deeper in in, in detail to to how much that technology gets gets used. I mean, they're, they're designing infrastructures for airports that are more supportive of things, and it seems like when you you do, you do a project now, they're always thinking of the future and and future proofing the the technologies and the uh, infrastructure. We mentioned a couple of things there that changed the industry, but what about the the the, the big topic, the pandemic, COVID? Uh, how has that changed the industry, and what specific measures can different transportation hubs take to offer a safer experience? Well, the big the big thing will be will be you know the, everything contactless, you know the the self bag drop, the self check in, the you know self check in. To the security area, but also to self, uh, letting yourself in the aircraft, you know, without touching any anything, without talking to anyone, as much as possible. So that that's going to be a big thing. We, we've we've seen that, you know, in Europe for a number of years now. You know, not talking to anyone basically from the moment you enter the airport till you're uh, seated in the aircraft. Uh, so that'll be one of them. That's that for sure. Seems like there's more enhanced safety programs in place now. Uh, we've got the advent of, uh, of you know, integration on our systems to uh, other systems to make them safer in case of an emergency to alert people uh, as we interface to others, other people and actively monitor all the, the components to make sure that those, uh, you know, safer experiences can happen w- without issue. Uh, there's just so many things that are changing all the time. So what about the technology innovations that are supporting the transportations, I don't know, we'll, we'll call it the new normal, as they say. Well, I think the new normal now is what we're in right now. Is it's, it's COVID. It's it's everything that uh, uh, that we're dealing with now, and the innovations had to quickly change uh, to uh, to to make that possible to fly. I mean, with all the the safety measures, all the the hand sanitizers, uh, the technology that they're you know doing to monitor that people are you know keep a safe distance between people, and I think that's all. Uh, 
moving forward and the next new normal will be when we're done with this and things seem to, to take off where they left off. Yeah, I, I read, an, I mean, just like anybody else, I guess, or anyone else, I guess, I've been reading a bunch of articles and most most articles, most experts on, on the matter seem to think that, you know, things will come back to normal uh, or no, oh, not normal, not, not the new normal, just just the way the way it was, say, a year or a year and a half ago. Uh, business travel will, will probably shrink a little bit uh, because of everybody, I guess, realizing that you can do business over Zooms and Teams and, and Skype and so on. Um, but the leisure, the leisure travel will, will, will come back where it was. Uh, people are eager to travel. I'm eager to travel for both personal and professional reasons. And I'm 100% sure I'm not the only one. So, you know, looking at the, uh, I was looking at the Airbus numbers. Airbus hasn't seen any cancellation orders. I mean, they haven't seen new orders in a while, but they haven't seen any cancellation in a couple of months. Uh, so even the big dogs out, out there are confident that things will come back to a, a certain known normal, not a new normal. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball, but I know there's going to be a day in the near future where uh, people are going to just start traveling again. I, I myself can't wait to get there and start traveling. It's been literally almost a year to the day that I last yeah. got on a plane. Everybody's busting at the seams, I think, to uh, to get out and venture out. And I think it'll, it'll really, I think things will start to get really busy second half of this year. What integrations exist to elevate technology solutions in transit hubs? Well, I can talk about ours first a little bit. Um, we've we've been doing a lot of more digital signage lately, uh, just to alert people of what's going on, what the current uh, uh, wait times are at security. You know, keep your social distancing, all those type of things. Uh, integration is big into different uh, uh, different systems, into uh, mass recipient systems to get information and uh, out to all the people. Uh, we've got uh, some new software out there called Director that uh, that elevates the monitoring and the deployment of messages throughout the, the facilities. And that's 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 you know that's good for you know in the pan pandemic. I mean, some of some of that some of these efforts were brought up you know during the pandemic, but it's also the normal course of where transportation is going in the broader sense of the term, meaning you know where where it's going. Uh, for maybe five or six years now, we've been hearing the, the concept of quiet airport, which didn't exist before. Uh, nobody knew what a quiet airport was. And then the first time I heard that, I was like, well, what's, what's up? What's about, you know, what's a quieter? How do you, how do we make an airport quiet? And, you know, I've been through a couple of, you know, self-branded quiet airport and, you know, there is, there is a different, there is a significant difference, but, you know, for, for us and for, uh, our customers. That means new challenges. You know, how do you get the information across? And this is this is exactly what what David David was saying. You know, by more adding visual, uh, more visual content, uh, reaching uh, passengers on their on their devices, uh, working with airlines, working with airports. You know, it's all you know all these things that we we've been we've started to do. Uh, you know, more recently. You just brought up something very interesting, Olivier, about uh, quiet airport that concept uh i find that very fascinating i was hoping to maybe elaborate just a, just a little bit more on that yep quiet airport i mean whoever you know listens to this if if they've been involved uh with it with airports uh they would they will know what quiet 
airport. I mean, it's it's a thing out there. So yeah, we can absolutely talk about that because it's going to be it's going to be a challenge to be able to just distribute the information efficiently, but in a more localized way. You know, playing the message where it has to be played. And a good example is the final boarding call. You know, if I'm standing at gate 21, it's pointless to hear a final boarding call for a flight that's out of gate 129. You know, it's it's too late for me anyways. You know, there's no way I can make, you know, I can, there's no way I can make it if it's a final boarding call. All passengers should now be on board, you know. So play the play the message where it needs to be played for people uh, that, you know, that need to hear this message. And if you want, you can broadcast it on one of the thousands of LCD screens throughout the, the facility, but get the message across differently, not to bring any more sound pollution in the already noisy environment, which is an airport. It, it's been big in hospitals and healthcare for quite a long time now. True. So we've been talking a lot about the current state of transportation and, you know, obviously a lot of what's been happening technology-wise and uh, solutions-wise has really been focused on getting us through this pandemic, but sort of with a eye to the future, right? Because I, I, these aren't just temporary measures that are going to be in place. They're going to be things that will carry on beyond the pandemic. So what do you think the general future of mass transit holds? Um, well, we could we could talk a bit about, about how uh, public transportation will also be affected by, by this pandemic in multiple ways. It'll be, it'll be affected by uh, all this sanitary aspect of it. You know, how do you get, uh, I don't know, 45 people into a bus or a, a subway wagon, a subway car uh, safely? Uh, how do you need to, to address, you know, hand sanitizer, ventilation, air filter, and so on? But also, we've, we've been seeing a lot of people moving outside of cities. New York is a good example. Uh, Toronto is a good example. Uh, people moving outside of the city because they realize that, well, for the money their house is worth, in the city, uh, if they are going to be working from home for a foreseeable future, or if they have to be working from home and then go downtown for a meeting, one, or you know, if they work with coworkers or for a meeting only once a week, well, they could probably suffer the traffic. Uh, they will probably move out of the city, so that that will that will cause more uh, a, a higher demand on public transit to go in and out of the city mornings and mornings and evenings. Um, so this is, you know, this is something where we can we can help also uh, with passenger information system, both audible, audio and visual, life safety uh, announcements. Uh, again, audible and visual, uh, visual messaging for hearing impaired, uh, all that type of stuff. It's all it's all you know. We've been very focused on very large jobs like New York City Transit and Chicago Transit for the past couple of years, but this demand for large public transit system to go in and out of the city because a lot of people will move out to the suburb will will, will increase and this is where we can uh, we can absolutely be helpful and dave how can solutions like globalcom.ip support that future well i think the thing about globalcom ip is you know how do how do we support the future well we've been supporting the future for almost 40 years so we've always been ahead of our game uh, in supporting uh, the next technologies being the uh, the market leader uh, when projects are and uh, products are launched. So uh, I think that's how we support the future, just doing what we've been doing for the last uh, forty years. 
and continue to make uh, uh, strategic partnerships and integrate our products into into more more third party devices. I think I think Dave is onto something here. You know, Globalcom IP being being fully scalable, uh, being almost customizable because we have a team in engineering capable to write any kind of interfaces to any kind of other systems. You know, whether it's your SCADA. Uh, system in your in your facility security system firearm system or you know any any think of an interface we can we can make one uh you know as demand grows for you know do to interface with um, god knows what the uh the facial recognition software that'll that'll become standard or the this the the to be able to play a message to a localized zone because a security system caught something uh, or caught a face or any kind of visual messaging system, or or David was talking about the, the digital signage system. Uh, you know, Globalcom IP is is capable of doing that, and you know, will be capable of doing that, being scalable and being future proofed. Yeah, we do more with less than we used to. We used to take a, a whole uh, a room full of equipment to do what we do now out of one computer. <laughs> True. Yeah, I also wonder, uh, as we have more and more people vaccinated, will there be needs in airports and other transportation areas for uh, specific communications around pointing people who may have vaccine passports to go into certain lines versus people who don't, um, because that may be the next challenge uh, for the transportation industry to figure out who is cleared for a certain type of travel versus another? Uh, I think it's it could very well be be the be the the normal uh, having uh, having information d- uh, disseminated to, to show those things. You know, they've got look look at the you go this about anywhere it shows feet on the floor where you're supposed to stand you know six feet away from each other or, or go this way for this or go what go you know go this way for that and we can do those with, with uh, customized uh, uh, signage and and information like that or or just uh, reoccurring announcements that we can do overhead that. Uh, tell people where to go and when and play that only where it needs to go. Now, as we wrap up the conversation, is there anything else uh, about the transportation industry that we haven't covered that you think might be beneficial to listeners? Air travel, ground transportation will change. Uh, it has changed, will change. We, we're, we're, there, we're there to assist. We're there, you know, to, as I said earlier, to, you know, if something needs to be customized or tailored to a certain need, uh, you know, Globalcom IP is a good uh, stepping stone for for doing that, and then we can work off of that and and tailor because there's there's so many so many unknowns, right? I mean, a year ago or a year and a half ago, nobody knew we'd be in this situation, so nobody knows what the future brings. Uh, but Globalcom IP has proven to be uh, uh, flexible enough, reliable enough to cover for a bunch of different situations. So whatever happens, you know, in the near future and depending on how long it takes to go back to what we consider as being the, the old normal, well, I mean, we're, we're, there, we're there to support. I think it's caused us all to pivot to be quicker on our feet to make changes. And I think that will carry forward as, as we go. I mean, we introduced a lot of technologies through Atlas and IED and uh, to help help assist people. And I think uh, it's going to be that way in the future. We're going to have to to stop doing one thing and do something else so we can help this market or this industry get out of a out, out of a problem. Before we go, if folks want to reach out, get in touch, where should they go? Dave, Olivier? I think the first uh, place they could go would be just our website at uh, atlasied.com. And there's a contact 
place in there and it'll list all of our names and contact information and they can uh, get us from there. It shows maps and uh, other locations for sales teams. Yep, worldwide di distributor. We have a distribu distributor and, and sales representative in most countries. So whether wherever you are in the world, you, you have someone uh, someone out there to help you out. And both Dave's and I contacts are on the website. So feel free to shoot us an email, uh, WhatsApp messages, give us a shout. We'll be happy to help. And when everybody travels again, we'll see you at a, a trade show or an office near you. <laughs> Looking forward to it. I want to thank my guests, Atlas IED's Dave Moriarty, Senior System Specialist for Transportation, and Olivier Savoie, International Sales Manager. Thanks, Dave and Olivier, for coming on the show today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sounds Like Success with Atlas IED. We'll be back with another episode soon, so make sure to subscribe and leave a rating and a comment after each episode. Tell us what topic you'd like covered on a future show. I'm your host, James Kent. Let's talk again soon.